0: The Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I'm your host, Francis Vitikovic, and today's episode is the 300th episode. Honestly, I cannot believe that I've made it to episode 300, which coincides with my first episode for 2023. So before we begin, I have to say, I really hope that you have had a fabulous Christmas and New Year break. I hope that you're starting this new year in the same way that I am, which is feeling really excited about all the things that I plan to create this year. We have a totally blank slate ahead of us. And I feel so excited and filled with hope for all the amazing things that I'm sure are going to pass for both you and me. And the reason that I am so certain that this year is going to be great even though we're all going to experience lots of doubt and struggles and obstacles, which is just a normal part of the human experience, is because right now you and I are sitting in the driver's seat in life. And when you find yourself sitting in this position rather than in the passenger seat, we know 100% that we are in charge of where we are going, the direction we're going. We know what we want and we're ready to claim it. And we know that we are ready to take full responsibility for our life as we navigate all the inevitables, highs and lows, ups and downs, and so on. You and I are finally taking ownership of how we spend our time, how we spend our days, because how we spend those minutes and hours and days ultimately is how we spend our life. Which brings me to today's episode, which is all about the year of no complaining. Now, I know that sounds like a pretty massive ass right to attempt to go through an entire year with minimal complaining. And the ironic thing is I actually plan to share with you a story that is probably going to sound like I'm complaining, but stick with me because I promise you, you will no doubt face many circumstances and challenges this year where you feel fully entitled to complain. Over the course of the next 365 days, you might come across people who have wronged you. You might have meticulously planned things and they don't go your way. Maybe all the normal life stuff is going to pop up and derail you from your purpose, not because the event actually has the power to derail you, because you're going to have thoughts about them, and those thoughts are going to serve to keep you stuck, okay? which is why I always talk about managing your mind. When you get stuck in this mentality of thinking that life is so unfair, that people shouldn't have done that, they shouldn't have said that, or that everything should be perfect, everything should go your way. And everything would be fine if people just did exactly what you wanted them to do. That is when we begin spinning in this cycle of helplessness, okay? Playing the part of a victim as if your life is happening to you rather than for you. When you are playing the part of the victim rather than the hero, when you begin to think, here we go again, okay? Here's going to be another year. It's going to be singing the same old tune because I am still holding on to the same crappy thoughts about myself and my life that kept me stuck last year we're going to stop that we're going to nip that in the bud today so please indulge me for a moment while I share with you this story that happened it was only just like a few days ago it was just before the new year a week ago I would have been complaining about it like non-stop okay there was this like gross negligence that someone did that I faced and then I thought yeah I have like a full free pass to complain all I like. So my little story for you today goes as follows. On New Year's Eve I decided to go and visit my usual beauty shop to get my eyebrows waxed. And I know it sounds like such a silly and simple story to use as an example but stick with me. here. So I visited a salon that I have been going to for years and I usually visit there and there's always like two or three ladies that I'm really familiar with and they do an amazing job on my eyebrows. But on this particular day I recognized no one that was working there and I just decided to go with whatever lady was free to help me. And as soon as I ended the room I told her you know I always only use hot wax for my eyebrows as my skin is so sensitive or strip wax will either burn me or rip my skin off and I discovered this years ago the first time I went to get my eyebrows done and ever since then it's the first thing I say every time I visit any salon okay it's always the same salon but these ladies are familiar and they know it. they just nod and they go yep okay I got you it's only hot wax so I shared this info with the new lady she nodded and said no problem but the moment she put the wax on my eyebrows I could tell something was wrong okay it was like burning more than usual and when she tore off my hair. With a strip, I was like, mm, what's going on here? Okay, I can't use strip wax, I can only use hot wax. And she said, No, 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 it's not a problem. Okay, this is going to be fine, but you can probably tell how this story is going to go from chatting about my goal of no complaining. Even after I told her that I couldn't use strip wax, she went and did it again on my second eyebrow, and something along the lines of, you know, she said something like, Oops, I, you know, I think I burned you. Yes, she did. Seriously, I felt like I was in the twilight zone where something so weird was happening that couldn't possibly be true. I mean, it wasn't as if I didn't tell her exactly what I wanted. I said the words, I can only use hot wax, and she ignored them. And by the time I walked out of the salon, my eyebrows were probably lovely, but my skin was also red and warm. And my first instance was to, I had this like compulsion to complain. And I did, like I sent a message to my daughter about two seconds after leaving the salon. Like I wrote, I specifically told her not to use drip wax and she did. She bet my skin. And I just want you to imagine that these checks were sent all in cup lock too. So this was a little bit of a dilemma for me because not only did my skin feel really terrible, but only hours earlier I decided that one of my goals for 2023 not to complain so much in 2023. And generally speaking, I'm fully aware that complaining is a terrible use of my energy, and I used to be really great at taking whatever happened in my life and putting a more positive spin on it. I'd always ask myself, you know, what can I learn from a situation even when it's really crappy? But the reason that I set this as a goal for 2023 is that I noticed in the later months of 2022 that this you know this you know positive spin wasn't the first thought that I was naturally reaching for like, sure, I'd reach for it later, but only after I complained just a little bit first. Complaining about something started to become my default response. And yes, it felt good to get those feelings out about a crappy situation after a while, but not so great, like probably two minutes after I've done it. Because as I've shared with you on this podcast before, there's a difference between complaining and renting. Complaining is when that you do that whingy, whiny thing. It's all about, woe is me, something terrible's happened. It can never be considered to be not terrible, you know, and so on. Whereas venting is, yes, okay, you get to let out the steam, you get it out without resisting your emotions, but once you vent it, you take that proactive approach to a situation, you ask yourself specific, pertinent questions that I'm going to share with you later in the episode, and it's these questions that put us in the driver's seat of our life and make us 100% aware that we're either part of the problem or we're part of the solution, and I always personally want to be part of a solution. So back to my eyebrows, on this day, oh my gosh, like how much I wanted to complain about the injustice of this saloon lady, totally ignoring my request. But there was no way in my head like, that I could justify that she hadn't done something wrong. The lady hadn't listened to me. She burnt my skin. But because I made this vow myself to complain less in the coming year, and the morning of New Year's Eve was a perfect time to begin to practice this, I stopped myself immediately in the tracks. Okay, something crappy had happened, but it is what it is. And no amount of complaining was going to help me go back and undo the situation or you know, step back in time. Complaining about it wasn't going to make me feel better in the long run. Okay, it never does. So I want to share with you the approach that I took to this situation, my eyebrows, that can be really applied to any situation that you might want to complain about often. And I want you to pause for a moment and just think about all the situations that you found yourself complaining about the most in 2022. So for me, I had a few recurring themes, a few recurring situations that I found that I just would complain about and do less venting, less proactive, you know, brainstorming, how can I actually improve a situation? And those situations were specifically... Have this thing about like when people leave dirty dishes in the sink rather than washing them. And also, number two was my dog, Scooter. Oh my gosh, like he barks at the silliest stuff in the mornings. He's super loud when he snores. And I found that I was complaining about that. And I know that, you know, the logical thing would be to remove him from my room when he's sleeping, but he wants to be with me all the time. And that probably, those two things, dishes and the dogs, probably accounted for 90% of my complaining in 2022. But moving forward, my goal for 2023 was to eradicate or try to minimize the amount of complaining in my life or at least shift to venting. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about exactly what venting and how to do it properly is, where it's okay to let my feelings out, but with a view to immediately coming back to, to the problem, but with a solution in hand. So here's the interesting thing about this waxing situation, my silly little story where I made this conscious decision not to complain about it after I sent my text. The text went out like I was like, oh my gosh, I said I wasn't going to complain, I'm already doing it. But the moment I decided, okay, I'm not going to complain today about this, it was almost like the fire started to slowly burn out. I discovered that complaining is almost like throwing gas or petrol onto a fire. It makes it grow so much bigger to the point where it often gets out of control, like you feel your emotions are going crazy. So the first question I asked myself after I walked out of that salon and sent that text was this. What can I learn from this situation? And the answer to this question was, well, there are actually people in this world that don't listen when you give them really specific instructions. Okay. That was what I learned. These people exist, whether I like the fact or not, I learned that perhaps I need to even be clearer in my instructions because maybe they weren't clear enough to this lady. And even then someone might still choose not to listen. And the second question I asked myself, so the first one was, what can I learn from this situation? And the second question I asked myself was, how can I opt for gratitude in this moment? And the answer to this question was, well, I'm grateful that I can even afford to go to a salon to get my eyebrows done. I know years ago I would have considered to be such a visit to be an indulgence. I'm grateful that my skin has the ability to heal and repair itself. I'm grateful for a brain that can help me reframe the situation. I'm grateful for my ability to let it go. I would have at least practiced this. I'm grateful for life and all of its lessons. And the third question I asked myself was, how can I show compassion to myself in this moment? Well, I realized I could just forgive her. She made a mistake. Okay, I could choose to let it go. And I could forgive myself for having all those emotions about it and like, you know, struggling to stop complaining. This was a practice, an opportunity for me to practice. Now, I know that this might sound really simple, but I want you to cast your mind to these three questions whenever you find yourself wanting to complain. Number one is what can you learn from the situation? Number two is how can you offer gratitude in this moment? And Number three is how can you show compassion in this moment? not just to others, but to yourself too. And if I was to apply these three questions to my dog Scooter who barks and snores like louder than he ever has before, the answer to that first question, what can I learn from this situation is that older dogs sometimes snore and bark, and it is okay. I could come back with a game plan to prevent his barking in the morning, so like maybe he needs to be kept in the room with me rather than having free reign around the house and like where he runs straight to the front door and wakes up everyone in the house. I'm also grateful for a dog that loves me so much, possibly more than anyone's ever loved me my whole life. And that's saying a lot about Scooter's devotion to me because I'm already really loved by so many people. And how can I show compassion in this moment? Well, Scooter's getting old. He's nine years old now and he's sometimes hard of hearing and sometimes he's going to behave in ways that he didn't behave before and I'm not always going to like it, but that's okay. Like it is okay. That's a small price to pay for having a dog in my life that I absolutely adore and love. So in addition to these three questions, I want to offer you my secret strategy for learning the art of venting rather than complaining. So this seven step process works 100% of a time like I challenge you to come up with any situation that you might feel this urge to complain about and once you take yourself through these seven steps uh, I can't imagine that you wouldn't at least come up with a solution to this problem I encourage you to give it a go so it goes like this step one is to list your dilemma in 10 words or less okay you need to be really specific here take away the emotions just list the facts step two is what are the main feelings that this dilemma brings up in you step three is on a scale of one to ten how emotional do you feel about this Step four is to go ahead and vent. Okay, let it all out. Take as much time as you can to get it out all onto paper. Write down everything that you're feeling. Now, step five is, okay, once you've done this, okay, so you've listed the problem, you've listed the feelings, you've listed how emotional you feel, you've vented. Step five is ask yourself this question. How could this situation possibly be a blessing in disguise? What a great question. Then you have step six, which is list all the possible solutions to this problem. What would your future best self tell you to do right now? And the final step is step seven. What will you do moving forward? So I want you to take a deep breath and release whatever emotion you're feeling. Keep taking deep breaths until you feel calmer and a sense of internal peace. Has the venting here made you feel a little bit better or worse? And if you still feel crap. Go back, keep on releasing those negative emotions. Keep on writing until you feel as if it's left your body and go through these questions again and again until you finally feel at peace and at ease. And personally, I'm going to be reaching for these strategies in 2023 to minimize the amount of complaining that I do in my life. But really, it's always going to come back to how we manage our thoughts about the situations that we experience. Because any negative feelings that we have that come up in our brain and whether they're feelings of frustration, anger, annoyance, stress and so on, They don't come from the situation itself. It doesn't ever come from the situation. Nothing can make us feel angry. It's a thought we are thinking about that situation. I seriously feel like I can't say this enough. It's your thoughts that are causing and generating in you feelings as opposed to the situation itself. And if you really want to dramatically reduce your negative mind chatter and back talk this year in 2023, I encourage you to go and purchase today my Managing Your Mind Master Course. Seriously, it's going to change your life immediately because once you learn to implement these lessons... Every result that you create in your life wolf from here on change and the reason why this is inevitable is it's because your thoughts your thoughts are creating your feelings which are impacting your actions which are impacting your results in life and so you always need to start by changing your thoughts if you want to change your results in life and did you know that complaining is a choice there are people out there in the world that just choose never to complain like my son Jake is one of those people and you would think that given like he has a disability he's in a wheelchair for life that he would have something to complain about but seriously he never does honestly like most laid-back easygoing teen that I've ever come across and this is partly due to the thoughts he is thinking every day he's probably thinking easygoing non-complaining thoughts inside his head as opposed to us who are complaining inside that is what's bringing that emotion of annoyance and frustration it's the thoughts we are thinking in our head so make sure to check out the managing your mind master course and that is it for today's episode if you are hoping to create change and your results in 2023 make sure to visit me every week here on the inspiring life school podcast as always, you know, I love and appreciate you all so much. And please know, it isn't just enough to dream about things, just a dream. You need to go out there and take action, experiment and make things happen. Because every word, every action that you take today, every day from here on is a part of your story, the story you were writing, the story of your life. And you, my friend, are holding the pen in your hands. So I want you to go and write the most amazing story ever. Until next time, I love you and take care, my friend.